Welcome back to K-Mac NYC. My name is K-Mac, a.k.a. K-Mizzle, and uh, here we are. I hope everybody had a good week, and um, happy hump day, <laughs> maybe? Uh, so yeah, what am I going to get into today? Um, this past couple of weeks, I've been kind of in my bag as I adjust the mic, as always. Um... This wild sidebar, I'm sitting here recording, and I can see someone in their window just sitting there. So I'm like, if she looks a little bit to the left, she'll see me looking at her. And this is why I don't like living in a building next to other buildings. It's like you see too much. Um, I just went off on some other shit. My fault. Anyway, so the past couple of weeks, I've been in my bag, and um, I feel like I wanted to talk about authenticity and like really knowing and understanding how you are as a person, how you operate, and uh, how you stay on your path. You know, uh, I'll use myself as an example. Uh, years ago, people used to say, you know, the the the, the women that I've had relationships with friendships with, you know, they would say I was too sensitive. A lot of people would say, you're too sensitive, you're too emotional. And, you know, back then I didn't really know how to process that and other than be defensive because it's just like, yo, you you trying to crucify me for me and who I was. Needless to say, those people are no longer in my life and will never be again. But, you know, recently somebody said that to me, you know, it was on Twitter, and, you know, she was like, you know, you're the most over-emo nigga I know. Now, I had a problem with that for a few reasons, because anybody that really, really knows me, that really knows my brand, knows that um, I am emotional. I'm an emotional human being. I'm very sensitive. And it took me a really long time to get to this, this place where I am today to be like, yo, that's who I am. I'm okay with that, and anybody that has a problem with that could fuck right off, you know what I mean, because the problem, the problem that I feel with a lot of people today is that everybody thinks being sensitive or emotional is like soft, fuck are you a robot, you don't feel nothing, you don't feel nothing at all, you have no feelings, nothing that happens around you, to you, in the world makes you feel no type of way, because... I challenge you <laughs> to prove me wrong on that. Everybody is, everybody has feelings. Everybody feels shit. You know what I'm saying? Except maybe fucking killers, serial killers. They're fucking weird. But um, it bothered me. It bothered me that here I am at 41 years old, still hearing somebody say, yo, you over-emotional. And um, I really... You know, I addressed it. I addressed it on Twitter. It's on my timeline. You know, because basically, it is what it is. I am what I am. Either people are going to deal with it or they not. People are either going to love me or they not. And I, I'm going to take that to the grave. You know what I mean? So, 
<clears throat> pardon me. So, you know, it made me think about how many people are walking around and they're not really walking in their truth. You know what I mean? Because there's a lot of motherfuckers out here that's emotional and, and highly sensitive and oversensitive. And um, they are putting on the front like they're the hardest motherfuckers on the planet. And they know that's not the truth. So it's like, who are y'all fronting for? Who are y'all fronting for? You know what I mean? I'm not going to sit here and be like, yeah, I fucks niggas up. I'm super tough. I'm not. I'm, that's not. That's not who I am. Now, if I'm in a situation or, you know, or, or anywhere where I need to fight or, you know what I'm saying, I need to protect myself, I'm definitely going to do that. But I'm not out here claiming something that I'm not. You know what I mean? So, authenticity. I am 100% grounded and 100% okay with how I am. And Katie Mack is way, I'm highly sensitive, highly sensitive. But you know what that works? How that works for me? It works in my work. That's what makes my work different. That's what makes my films different. That's what makes my writing different. That's what sets me apart from the fucking norm and the fucking sheep. Because fuck out of here. You know what I mean? So, you know, shout out to everybody that is really walking in their truth and they really owning who the fuck they are out here in 2019 um because it's important it's important and i feel like as long as you walk in your truth as long as you you know what i'm saying living how you supposed to be living as the person that you you know what i'm saying you was put on this earth to be you ain't never really gonna have no problems you're never gonna really have no shit come back and and bite you in your ass and it makes me think about twitter because you know these celebrities they, they, you know, dumbass people that ain't got nothing to do with their lives. Their lives don't mean shit. They'll sit and they'll dig up tweets from 10 years ago on a celebrity or some shit that they said. You know what I mean? And really try to make them feel a certain way. I.e. Kevin Hart. You know what I mean? He said some shit jokingly 10 years ago. Motherfucker is bored as fuck. You know what? Let me see what I can find on Kevin Hart and bring this back to the forefront. While he's about to get the, you know, his dream job. You know what I'm saying? Hosting the Oscars. I thought that was fucked up. And um, I think it's fucked up how people are feeling like they have so much power to try to bring somebody down. Because of shit they say. And I don't fuck with people like that. <laughs> I don't fuck with people like that. <clears throat> my allergies are fucking with me. So I don't know what's happening with my voice right now. So please bear with me. Um... But yeah, I brought up, I brought up that example because it's just like I am very aware what I tweet, and a lot of the times I don't really curb what the fuck I I want to say or how I'm feeling or you know what I'm saying what I'm thinking about. I don't do that. Now don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. I, sometimes I go in, I look at my time, and I just delete tweets that I just don't care for anymore. But I don't purposely go back and use apps. Tweet, delete, and, you know, get rid of old shit. You know why? Because in any event, I reach a certain level where there's a lot of eyes on me and there's a lot of attention, a lot of attention on me. Ain't going to be nothing that you could pull up on me that I'm not going to stand next to. Do I said what I said. You know what I mean? I said what I said because that's how I feel. And I'm never going to curb 
my words for anybody or anything. And I feel like more people need to be that way. You know, I, I'm saying this to you guys, and I'm thinking about my mom. <laughs> thinking about my mom, and she's, <laughs> you know, when I'm when I feel something like if something's on my mind, I I say it, I say it. I've had that issue with people around me. You know what I'm saying? Because I speak my mind, I speak my truth, and I've learned. I've I've I pretty much I pretty much have mastered the art of doing that. Because it's a way that you can speak your truth to people without it being uh, malicious or and or offensive. And um, that's all in your delivery. And I think I'm very good at that, you know. I have people around me that I've had, I've said how I felt about certain situations. And they, and they hated it. And they hated it. But because my delivery, and no, I wasn't coming for their neck or nothing like that, they had to respect it. Now, you might not like what I have to say. And that's fine, but I'm going to always speak my truth. Like, <laughs> I'm always going to speak my truth. So, you know, shout out to everybody that's that's out there like me, that's highly sensitive, that, that be in a bag, that tweet what the fuck they want to tweet, and, you know what I'm saying, and they stand by it because I got your back and we just going to fucking ride out, period. So, you know... I just low-key went on a fucking rant, but that shit has been on my mind. That shit has been on my mind. And, um, there's a, I guess, I guess as you get older, there's a, there's a freeness that you start to, like, embody. You more, you get more comfortable in your skin. You get more comfortable in just who you are. And, and I'm, and I'm there. I mean, I got some, I got a lot of shit going on that's, that's really not the fucking move right now. You know what I mean? Um, but through all that, I'm still, like, remaining authentic to who I am. And you know what I'm saying? And in that, I realized that over the past few days, I, I'm very much starting to slip back into a, a darker place. It's a familiar place. And, and, and sometimes when, when shit don't go right for me, it's, very, it's a very seductive thing. It's very easy for me to... <clears throat> Excuse me, it's very easy for me to kind of go back. Maybe I should sip this fucking tea. Hold on. <laughs> Time out. Oof, I need some more agave in this motherfucker. Um, you know, it's very <clears throat> living, being in dark darkness for, you know, uh, a lot of fucked up points in my life. You know, and being depressed, being being a depressed person, being diagnosed as clinically depressed and, you know, being, having to be on meds and then saying fuck these meds because I don't, I don't like how they make me feel and, and shit like that. Um, I'm very familiar with the, the that darkness, you know what I'm saying? I think that in that darkness, my shadow lives. My shadow is the part of me that, the shadow is the part of anybody that you really don't want other people to see because you kind of fear of how you might be judged. And I realize that this probably, this this could contradict everything, <clears throat> excuse me, everything I was saying about authenticity, but your shadow is a different thing. That's a part of you that, you know, you you have to, some people don't even understand it. Some people don't understand what the shadow is, but it's a part of you that you have to grow to accept, you know, because there's no fucking, I just, I just refuse to believe that there's any one person on the earth with a whole thought process, their whole life, 
they hold the way they are has not been affected by um a not so happy place or trauma or you know what I'm saying just life experiences you know for me it 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 could work it I can make use of it in my acting but I've been kind of like struggling lately with feeling like I'm slipping back into that place and trying not to <laughs> go back into that place. If that makes any sense, hopefully it makes sense. Does this make sense to anybody? Let me know. Um, so I've been struggling with that lately and I'm I'm trying to give myself room to feel how I feel. You know, so last week I... Uh, I've been working from working from home the past couple of weeks, um, and I'm doing the same this week. And a lot of these days, I've just been on my couch, kind of like bawling, just sitting there in silence, just trying to make sense of my thoughts, trying to break them down, trying to get to the root of why I feel about these, you know, certain things. Um, so I'm not sure if it's a cleanse. It might be. It might be a cleanse of sorts. But I am actually a little afraid to kind of go back into that place. So you know what I'm saying. So I'm I'm, I'm walking the thin line of you know trying to give myself give myself room to feel how I feel, and then not kind of live there. So that's that's a that's always a struggle that I'm gonna have. Um, and I find like talking to people about it doesn't really help me. It doesn't help me. Um, I know I need to get back into therapy. Uh, hopefully that'll be sooner than later. Uh, so I'm trying to figure out other ways to cope. <laughs> cope. I don't even know if I should have used that fucking word. Speaking of cope, I just quit drinking alcohol, cold turkey. Um, I noticed that the past few times I've been drinking it, you know, it feels good initially, but then the aftermath of that shit, my body's like, yo, you wildin', <laughs> like, you need to chill the fuck out with this, whatever this is, this poison that you're putting in me, because this ain't gonna work, so, I gave it up, <clears throat> cold turkey, I, um, poured a few bottles out, down the drain the other day, and um, I noticed that the smell, even the smell of some of it, just like turned my stomach. So I'm like, yeah, this is probably a good idea. And um, I think that shit was starting to sit in my body anyway, like slowing me down and shit like that. <clears throat> and I know I need to, I need to start training. Like I'm gonna start training in a couple of weeks, so I know that'll be better for my training. But so yeah, um, did my timer go off? I'm, oh no, I have 18 minutes. <laughs> I'm drying clothes, guys, because I'm a fucking loser. I just wash and dry clothes all the time. I hate doing laundry. Am I the only person that hates doing laundry? I fucking hate doing laundry. I think it's a complete waste of my fucking time. <sighs> so, yeah, what else is on my mind? Um, I don't know. I, I'm just, lately, I, I, you know, I deleted Facebook again. I got on there because, you know, I, I felt like I, I had shit to promote, but... I deleted that shit, um, I deleted WhatsApp, I don't even really use that shit like that, but I, the book I told you guys, I was reading Digital Minimalism by Cal Newton, 
I'm about, I still maybe got a couple of days worth of reading to do and then I'll be finished. But I, I just started to like really see how certain things and certain people and, you know, social media has really been affecting me. Like I've been like purposely taking note of how do I feel when I get on this app, you know, um, Twitter, I, I, I love, I, everyone knows, everyone knows I love Twitter. I don't know. I'm tongue tied today, guys. Um, everyone knows I love Twitter, but lately Twitter has just been, it's, it's becoming this other thing, you know, like just mass amounts of stupidity in one place. And it, it never used to be like that, but I've kind of like leaned off of it a little bit. I'm not tweeting as much unless I'm in a mood, but you know, Instagram, as much as I feel like I've curated the people that I follow, I still get on there and I still just, it's something about it, the energy I just don't like, so I'm falling back off of that. Um, uh, what else? And I think, I think that's, that's about it, but, you know, I, I, I don't know, I'm in a, I'm in a weird space, I'm a weird, in a weird space, um, I don't really want to be around people, I don't really want to talk to people, and I don't really want to take on what I, other people's energy like that, because I'm, I'm struggling to kind of maintain my own energy right now, and, um, it made me realize that I still have this thing where I like to take care of people, and I really, I really, I'm trying to really turn that shit inward and, and kind of take care of myself in a better way or in better ways that I have, because, no one's ever going to take care of you better than you, you know what I mean? As much as I want to take care of this person or as much as I want to take care of that person and make sure they are right and, you know, hey, I'm here for you, whatever you need, just call me, just I'm here. I feel like making myself available to people like that has been slightly problematic for me. Um, it's kind of like I give and I give. And I'm the person that doesn't really, I don't really expect anything, but if I see that at you know, at some point, I'm not getting the same energy from you, then it's it's making me kind of like retract, makes me fall back, and it's something I have to do, like, and I've already put that shit in motion, you know, I understand that everybody, you know, I understand that life happens, listen, everybody's going through some shit, you going through some shit, I'm going through some shit, your fucking family going through some shit, your friends, everybody, everybody that you fucking walk past in the street is going through some shit, everybody is fighting a demon, everybody is trying to get through some shit, everybody's trying to cope from some shit, and it's just like, yo, one, there's not enough empathy from people as a whole, so I try to, I try to keep that in mind when I'm out in the street and people piss me off, I try to remain graceful, sometimes it depends on the day, it depends on what you're going to get from me, but... Like yesterday I was outside and my, my attitude was so, it was so bad. I felt, I was angry. I was just, I was holding on to some shit. Uh, I, I hadn't really finished getting through and I, and I just felt it. And I felt like the, the anger was like radiating off of my skin. And you know what I'm saying? I went to my mom's house. That shit didn't help. I was there probably like eight minutes and I was like, yo, I, I need to go back to my space. So, you know what I'm saying? I went home and I'm not the type of person where, if I'm going through shit, I'm going to be around other people. I don't, I don't believe in, you know what I'm saying, making other people miserable when you feel like shit. I, I don't like that. I would rather stay in my house and, and kind of deal with that energy, you know what I'm saying, sort that shit out before I'm around anybody else. Um, so, yeah, I've been, hmm, 
I don't know, just, I, I mean, I'm kind of figuring out the root of it. The root of some of it is, you know, people that don't, people that take, people that take from you. They constantly take it from your fucking reservoir, your reservoir, and not replenishing, not refilling. You need to be careful with people like that. Be careful with people that's always taken from you. Also be careful of people that um, use you as a sounding board. Nah, that shit don't work with me. That shit don't work with me. You're not going to call me when shit going well with you. Like, that's the only time you call me is when shit is going good and you got shit to share and you got shit that you, you know what I'm saying? You just, it's just all about you. Be very... <laughs> aware of people like that <clears throat> Excuse me And they come in all shapes, sizes, fucking colors and, and all kinds of shit It's usually double in disguise And I've been I've been seeing a lot of that lately So, um, I don't know Maybe I'm just going through a shift Maybe I'm going through all these motions and emotions Because, you know what I'm saying I, I, I had to break this shit down to make room for The next level or the next phase of, of Whatever the fuck I'm about to go through Um, but just be, you know what I'm saying, just be very careful of, of the people around you. You know what I'm saying? I feel like you also got to be careful of the people that you that you say are the closest people to you. Because it be those people that hurt you the most. <laughs> and those are the motherfucking facts. I'll say it again for the people in the back. Be very careful of the people that you deem closest to you. Because those tend to be the people that hurt you the most. So, um, you know, I find that I've I've had expectation of people, expectations of people that weren't met that always kind of leave me disappointed. And you know what? I'm tired of being disappointed. I feel like when you be disappointed so much, you 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 kind of you learn to unlearn that behavior of ex- of having expectations of people. You know what I mean? And um, it took me a long time to, to get to that place, but. Some shit like I had, um, I had tweeted the other day the same shit that that you know triggered the whole conversation about me being emotional. Let me tell you something. I'm always gonna say what the fuck I want to say, especially on my show. You know what I'm saying? So um, if there's anybody listening, like yo, you mad emotional? Just just click stop. <laughs> Go on over to another podcast and and call it a day because this is this is this is not for you. Um, Actually, this is actually when I I do these shows for me. I do it for me. One because I like doing it. Two because I like the sound of my voice, even though it sounds fucking weird right now. And three, I know there's at least two people that I connect with. So if I connect with two people, I'm good. But anyway, I was just tweeting about how I sent somebody um, a screenshot of uh, I'm, I'm in this movie that's uh, Newark Film Newark International Film Festival. Um, first week of September and um, actually next week, next weekend. And um, I sent it to this person. I had all the information attached. Um, when it was, how you can get a free ticket, the date, the time, all that shit. Um, and the response I got was, yeah, I'm not, I'm not around. I'm such and such. And I'm like, and I thought about it and I'm like, oh, this person is talking about where they are right now. So I realized that I'm like, you know, this is for next month, right? And they're like, oh. And it showed me, one, that people don't read. It showed me, two, that 
you're not even reading what I'm sending you, and I and I feel like this is kind of like a big deal for me. You know, it's important to me, and you're not even taking the time to fucking read that. So I definitely felt a way, and that's what led to me tweeting and people feeling like I'm over-emotional, but mm, whatever. <sighs> because fuck out of here. Yeah. Um, I think my tea's gotten a little better. It tastes a little better. Um, so, yeah, disappointments is also something that has made me kind of, you know, just kind of reflect and, and analyze and really get to a space a space where I really control, can control the energy around me. Yeah, I mean, you can't control all the energy around you, especially when you're out in public. But, you know, the people that you choose to share your energy with, I definitely have control over that. And I definitely have control over the energy that comes through my line, you know, to my house. People that know me, though, I don't really have people in my house. I don't, I don't really like people in my house because energy is too much energy. I don't know what kind of energy you're walking in with. And then, like, when you leave, your energy's here. And then I got to, like, sage the shit down and, like, cleanse my whole shit, you know. So, I don't like that. But, um, Yeah. That's why I'm at this week, guys. <laughs> so, um, hmm. but yeah, the film that I'm in, I think I mentioned it in the past, it's called Sorted. Um, uh, it's based off of uh, an original monologue written by myself, uh, directed by Steve Strickland, and um, it was cool, we had fun on set. So it's going to be, I got into a couple of... <laughs> Excuse me. It got into a couple of film festivals. It's in Newark. It's also going to be an Oktoberfest. Um, so keep an eye out for that. If you're listening and you want to come to, out to Newark next Saturday, September 7th, send me a note, um, you know, on Twitter or Instagram. Or if you have my number, text me, and I'll send you the code uh, to get yourself a free ticket. And other than that, yeah, today... I'm actually recording this Tuesday, August 28th, so you'll get this tomorrow, but um, I have my table read tonight, which should be fun. I'm a little nervous about it, and I know I'm a little disconnected from uh, just where I would usually be, you know, um, I don't know, I'm just feeling kind of heavy, I feel like my shoulders are kind of heavy, and I don't know, it's, it's something going on in my body, like, I ran like a three-mile race this past weekend, and I hadn't ran in like a month. Uh, I ran this race. I did. It was my fastest pace time that I've done all year, so I was happy about that. And um, next day I woke up, I couldn't fucking move. Like my, all of my joints, my shoulders, my elbows, and my knees are fucked up. So I think that I might have like arthritis or something. Um, so I started taking some supplements for that. Hopefully, um, they will help. Because if I'm boxing, I'm gonna get my shoulders to be you know, to all the way the fuck together. So, um, yeah, so the read is tonight. I'm really excited uh, to have a room full of really talented people. Uh, I'll get some pictures, and I'll have them put up on the brand page. And, yeah, so, you know, stay tuned for that. Um, it's, it's, I feel like I'm on the fence on whether or not this is going to be my last project for a while, you know, making movies is just hard. It's it's really hard, and it's really hard to find a team that you can really trust, that really believes in your story, and, and is not just there for, you know, a check. 
So um, I've been doing a lot about that, doing a lot of thinking about that. And um, I guess I'll see how I feel, but I don't know. I'm just, there's one part of me that's just like, you know, you can't give up. You know, film filmmaking is what you do. Directing is what you do. Writing is what you do. It's what you're good at, but it's just like, you know, it shit takes a toll on you. It takes a toll on you, and uh, just the people in the industry take a toll on you. So all of it is just like, you know, you, you really got to get back to why you do it and why you're doing it and what you want to get out of it. So um, so shout out to all the doers out there, the people that got up today and still managed to write, um, people that got up and still managed to, you know what I'm saying, put one foot in front of the other. Uh, toward their endeavors, even if they are scared, even if they are nervous, you know, even if they are unsure, but they're still making an effort, you know what I mean? So, yeah, um, I think that's all I have for this week. Uh, I think I've been rambling, so <laughs> I guess I gotta listen back and ho- hopefully I make sense. Hopefully that makes sense. But, um, yeah, so uh, I hope that you all have a good week. Um, I'll be back next week, <laughs> same time. I'm thinking if I, you know, if I fall off social media completely, this will probably be the last thing standing. <laughs> You'll be able to find out what I'm doing via my podcast. So, um, yeah. I don't have anything clever to say, so I'm just going to say I will see you all next week. Peace.